We love the Employee Retention Tax Credit and what it does for clients. Find out if you qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. As the first and only CPA firm in the country solely offering ERC services, JWC has helped thousands of businesses claim over $500 million in tax refunds. We're a licensed and regulated CPA firm committed to client education without the gimmicks and deception of unlicensed ERC companies. Learn how to qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Welcome to The Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here at The Grit Daily Startup Show. We sure do appreciate it. We love to talk about the world of startup on this show. Uh, the good, the bad, and what we like to call the gritty. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been in the world of startup. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory. Yeah, well, uh, let's just say younger life was all board sports, surf, skate, snowboard. Now I uh, have a child that's doing the same, so I live vicariously through him. But uh, um, uh, early on, I uh, moved to Venezuela, an island. Uh off the coast of Venezuela for a year and a half. And then I came back for a vacation, found out I was having a baby and uh, realized I, you know, had takes life seriously, jumped into car sales, became top car salesman for that period, jumped into the medical industry, did, did well there, and then jumped into mortgage in 2008. That wasn't quite as good of a time to get into mortgage. But uh, anyways, ended up opening up my own um, medical group and we work with a thousand locations over Cal- all over California. Um, I wanted to build something new and, you know, do a startup with, uh, basically well, I'll get into that later, but, uh, but yeah, so just been sales entrepreneur my whole life, you know? Cool. Cool. And, and so your company now to be3d.com, let's talk about that. How did that all start and come about? Yeah. So, uh, basically my buddy, uh, Andy Bjornsson, he's a co-founder. Um, I'm working with, I'm, I got into crypto, super into crypto and I'm making money off crypto. I'm loving it. This is like five years ago, you know, just going crazy on crypto and uh, NFTs pop out. So I got my brother into crypto and he's like, Hey, I'm getting this NFT. It's a crypto punk. It's like two grand, five grand or something ridiculous. I couldn't believe how much money it was. Now they sell for a million or whatever, but um, I I couldn't believe that they were just showing it with their phone. And that was how they were like, you know, this is, this is what I own. Right. I'm like, there's gotta be a better way. Well, my buddy Andrew had just got his master's degree in 3d gaming and uh, two bachelor's degrees. And he had along the way, he went to uh, he owned 5150 snowboards, which is like the number one snowboard company in the world and sold all that to go do, get this gaming stuff. But in the middle, he went to the army and in the army, they assigned him combat medic. And during that time, they were under attack uh, while the things were blown up and the people were getting shot at. He saved lives rather than running. Right. And he, he ended up winning the uh, getting the combat medic badge, which is a big award. But uh, he came home with like, severe PTSD. So he was under the whole thing of like, he, he, the VA would set up an appointment for him. He'd wait 30 days, he'd go to the appointment and maybe the doctor doesn't show. And now it's 60 days to the next one. And he's suffering, you know, tremendously for PTSD. So he was like, I wish I could make a VR therapy room, right? So I'm like, well, I want to make these VR rooms where you can bring people in and see these NFTs. He wants to build the VR therapy room. Why don't we get together and start a company? And he had bought 2B3D.com in 96, planning to build this 3D world, you know? So like he's been holding on to it this whole time. So that was the initial start. I mean, we've had a long journey since, uh, you know, it's evolved a lot, but that was what got us going in the beginning. Very cool. So, you know, what, how, how does it all work? Break it down for me. Yeah. So uh, basically we started building out um, therapy rooms. 
we're he's we're a web3 game company right Com- that's that's us tech web3 games so we knew everything had to be fun in order to uh to have people come back right well as we started building out the therapy room we're like deciding we want to make this action verse around it where people can snowboard skate do the stuff that we like to do but in real real life right so we just duplicated huntington beach uh just recently measured everything and uh, we're putting the surfing in there. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's, it's unbelievable. I can't wait till that starts coming out. But it, it literally down to each bench is the right bench. Like, I mean, we just duplicated it. But uh, moral of the story, along our journey, I started hearing things like 40,000 veterans took their lives since 9-11, right? It's a huge number. It's 22 a day is what they say. It's actually more than that. But um, so we started looking into things like, well, what can we do to help in that arena? And uh, ran into some groups that are having doing some stuff that's just dramatically reducing the PTSD symptoms, right? But it's super expensive, 50 grand to go through the whole program. People don't want to go, they're depressed, right? So we're like, what if we could go duplicate all of that stuff and then gamify it so somebody can be playing a game while healing the brain, right? Turns out we can do it. You know, uh, we had a a large, uh, we had a clinical trial that was sponsored by a large company and, um, you know, that was successful. So now we're full bore on building these games that will help with PTSD. But we also found that, uh, if you can get to somebody within five minutes of deciding to take their own life, you have a 90% success rate of stopping it, right? Which is a, almost 100%. So of those 40,000 people, if we didn't have PTSD, which we're working on the reduction, and we didn't have, uh, and we had the ability to get to somebody within five minutes, it, that number wouldn't be 40,000. It'd be significantly lower. So what we found is the only way to really do that, you know, they came out with the 988 number, which is great that they're working on it. But if somebody's looking at a gun and looking at pills, and they're in their apartment, they're depressed, they don't want to leave, and they're about to take their own life. If we can get them to put on these goggles immediately, now you're in Huntington Beach with four other people sitting there waiting for you to come in to say, hey, let's talk about it and try to get you out. So we've made that crisis room. And so we're really building uh, a community place for fun and for uh, for health, mental health. And we've also partnered with an uh, opioid addiction company that is bringing all of their tools into our uh, into our rooms. This is fantastic. So- so how do people access this? Do they- so we're still building. We're still building. Um, right now we have an NFT that's out. That's kind of a, that's going to be our, our beta tester key. You know, so anybody that has the NFT, they're like 80 bucks or whatever, but that'll be, the, they'll be able to go into the first beta testing, which will be coming soon. We have a large therapy group that's volunteered their uh, doctors to do some therapy uh, in our rooms to test that out. And um, we're trying to get it out as soon as possible. We, we've got three kernels on board that, uh, you know, they're, really what uh well versed in the grant application process so they're working on that section for us and then um on the action verse we're bringing in like some pro surfers snowboarders and stuff and um so it's it's moving fast but uh we're not quite there yet for the actual public so when do you when do you expect that to happen uh we're hoping as soon as uh end of first quarter for beta testing and uh then you know hopefully shortly after that we'll just keep increasing the numbers of how many people can be in uh depending on, you know, we're going to do a series A raise, I believe on January 15th, we're going to start that. And so the funding will probably speed up the process a lot. Right now we're working off of, you know, self-funding and uh, friends and family. So we're building as fast as we can, but we've got a team of about 35, 40 people that have been working for free for two and a half years. It's a passion project. Sure. And, uh, it's, it's Sounds like you guys are headed in the direction you want to go though. So that's, uh, that, that is fantastic. So when, when it comes to the world of, of, of startup, what would you say the worst part of the startup process is? The worst part, figuring out what you want. I think once you know what you want to do, what you want to build, um, if it's something that you love and you can see the future of, you can visualize it, go for it. Right. But uh, just, you know, a lot of, I've been hearing it my whole life, my wife constantly, like, oh, I wish I could have invented that. Or, oh, I wish I could have made this. Or, oh, I wish I, we should have started this kind of business, you know? Um, 
we've we've started and restarted our Bell Medical Solutions different sectors several times. Um, I don't know once you can visualize it and get to it. I mean, money is obviously an issue. You got to have enough money, but building relationships um, is key. You know, I have a strong um, threshold of I'll only work with people that I like, you know, that I trust, you know, so weeding through navigating, um, you know, stuff, but uh, I love it. I would never have it any other way. You know, I've been business owner for over, I don't want to say 2008. So whatever that is since 2008. Yeah. yeah. And actually in 2008, we owned a mortgage company, but that was a failure. You know, you learn from your failures. <laughs> is that, is that where you're at Southern California? You mentioned Huntington beach. Yeah. Newport beach. Okay. Newport cool. beach. Born raised. Had a nice run. Nice run out there. I was out there for about 10 years. Speaking of 2008. So I, you mentioned 2008 and uh, the real, real estate industry. I'm like, oh, I know all about it. <laughs> yeah. How could, See, we, how could we ever forget? But uh, uh, great, great run out there in, until 2008, of course. <laughs> yeah, ex ex well, exactly. I mean, if you were in the mortgage industry, you had that implode meter where you're checking every day to see which banks fell apart. And it was just like, correct. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was, my wife, I, I was the marketing guy. So um, I was a direct reflection of those um, waiting to see what's next type deal. Um, uh, never crazy. again, never again. I told myself. <laughs> um, so I, I left the medical industry, got into the mortgage industry, met my wife and we got married in 2008, right after we opened our own mortgage company in 2008. It was just like, so luckily I'd done the medical stuff before. So a lot of people that I worked with in the industry came to our wedding and I was able to start our business at the wedding with like enough people to go like, okay, I'll work with you and you and you and you. And we like literally like wedding business started. Now that I've got your attention. <laughs> yeah. <it> was, <laughs> I brought you here for a, a, yeah, a bigger reason. Absolutely. No, but, uh, yeah. Pretty crazy. But um, yeah, no. So you were down in Newport. You're living in Newport. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, was, wow. uh, I was uh, Park Newport. Uh, I lived okay. at. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. had a great, great run out there. Had a, at a call center, we did marketing for mortgage brokers and, uh, you know, live, live transfers, if you will. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. those uh, the, the, in those days, but, uh, yeah, very different. I was out, uh, I hadn't been back in quite some time. I, all my friends moved to Costa Rica or Cabo or Texas. So it's funny. I just, I just went to Costa Rica and I just bought an acre of land in Cabo. I drove 23 <laughs> hours, 23 hours to surf a wave when I was 18. I went back to visit three years ago, right before COVID. And I went to that wave that used to be dirt roads, three hours to get to it. Like it's 45 minutes from Cabo. Um, it's, I'm not going to even say the name because I don't want people to know about it. But <laughs> I went there <laughs> I went there, and they paved the road all the way to the beach now because of uh, they're building this big uh, resort off like a few miles the other way. So I drove all the way. And when I got there, there's a for sale sign on the land beachfront property. And me and my buddy were like, <gasps> so we bought it. So <laughs> Love it. yeah, so That's Costa Rica, it. I'm actually supposed to go in January. Again, we do this annual trip to. Costa Rica, but uh, I don't, I don't think I'm going to make it. We got a lot of stuff going on with 2B3D right now. So beautiful down there. It's beautiful down there. So, you know, it. back, back to the, you know, and this, the, the world of startup, what, what was the, what's been the best part in your experience? Well, you know, I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror and I ask myself if I could take the day off and I'm the hardest critic. I never say yes. Right. But yeah. I, I love, I love the knowledge that I can, I can do what I need to do. And um, I, honestly, you know, it takes a certain type of person to be able to be like that account executive that works from home or that's, you know, the person that doesn't have those rules put in front of them. But if you are sure. that type of person and you're, you're like me, I mean, I, I don't know what 40 hour work week is, you know, I'm always working, you know, like it doesn't matter if I'm at dinner, I'm still thinking about what I'm, you know, trying to, so I don't know the difficult, I guess time, uh, time management, you know, making sure you got time for the kids, the family and, uh, and still able to run it. And then at the beginning, everything, uh, Everything is a lot of planning, a lot of building, a lot of, you know, I mean, we've, this, we've evolved in three years. I would almost say the company doesn't even, it, it is the same company, but it's, it's changed so much. And that has a lot to do with tech though, too. As we've gone forward, like 
you know, you're going to go, if you're going to be at your house and you're going to be depressed, you don't want to go to the doctor's office, you put on these goggles and now you're having a, a doctor's appointment. How's he going to write you a prescription? Right. How's, I mean, oh, there's all these things that you got to think about. Like, well, how, if you need something, well, NFTs came along, right. And it's digital property. So we've, we're, 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 uh, um, I think partnering or working with a company, um, that is partnered with the DOD, uh, for NFT security. They're doing all this stuff and we're, we're turning our uh, prescriptions. So somebody comes in and they need a, an MRI prescription or pills or something that's going to help them, whatever it is, uh, we can make it on NFT. It'll get it to the right pharmacy that it, you know, takes it. And then that'll prescribe it. And then it'll show up at their house the next morning, you know, same with an MRI, um, you know, with my medical group that I, I Bell medical solutions is my company. Um, you know, it's a thousand locations. We're going to start making it to where somebody goes to a chiropractor. If they need to see an ortho, they can just walk in the next room, put on the goggles, have their ortho appointment and get both of them knocked out at the same time. And, you know, it's uh, a lot of MRI prescriptions will be, you know, via yeah. the blockchain. Very cool. Very cool. Well, it's clear you guys are uh, creating, you know, doing work that matters and uh, creating solutions to uh, to improve people's life and also save lives, uh, which obviously is at the top of the priority list on there. So I want to encourage you to keep up the great work. It's been great to uh, to learn more about you and chat with you for a few minutes. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Uh, yeah, just check us out at 2B3D.com. You know, um, that if you go to our uh, our Twitter at 2B3D Inc., um, it has our link tree, which has all of our... Uh, all of our social medias and stuff. If you want to follow us and learn more about us, um, we are uh, a passion project and we could use as many people following us and uh, commenting, you know, doing whatever, you know, we, we could use your support. Um, so that's it. I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Pleasure to have this. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks again, Robert. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, bud. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. love the employee retention tax credit and what it does for clients. Find out if you qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. As the first and only CPA firm in the country solely offering ERC services, JWC has helped thousands of businesses claim over $500 million in tax refunds. We're a licensed and regulated CPA firm committed to client education without the gimmicks and deception of unlicensed ERC companies. Learn how to qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com.